Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sasha and Bailey break up. We got a new top contender. Lots of stuff going on. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 4th, 2020. We are here to talk SmackDown. And we are to hear, here to talk that with the note lord, Jeremy Lambert. He gave you over 160 words of notes on this week's show on FightfulSelect.com right now. Uh, in fact, Vince McMahon gave more words to the WWE <laughs> roster in his abrupt letter telling them they weren't allowed to do things than Jeremy Lambert did. In the notes that he gets paid nothing extra for. Jeremy, how are you? I'm terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a terrible mood. I'm not going to try to hide it. It's been a long 48 hours. Sports are god-awful. I don't know how anybody watches this crap. And let's let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> how are the Reds doing? Let me look. I didn't even see what they, they've done the last couple days. Cares. Reds, Reds aim for twin bill sweep. Okay, they're 17-21 and 21 right now. They beat the Pirates. They beat the Cardinals on Wednesday. Uh, all right. All Cheers. right. Doesn't matter. And they did not get the twin bill sweep. They lost four to three in the second game. But uh, Trevor Bauer is now three and three. How'd that happen? Anyway, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. It really helps us. You know what else really helps us? Donating super chats. Uh, that will get your question or statement read on the air. We'll get to it whenever the the segment occurs. But uh, also, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We have had coverage all through today. I was actually up pretty late last night talking to people about this Twitch situation and cameo situation that was going on within WWE. But we've got all kinds of news on FightfulSelect.com, and that's in addition to like seven weekly podcasts. I do a Q&A show, a backstage news show, I review NXT and AEW. That's the most direct way to support us and what we do because we do things a little bit differently. Check that out. We're going to go ahead and get into the Super Chats because I thought this was a really awesome episode of SmackDown. I thought it was one of the best 
I've seen in a long time, but there's other talking points that are of particular interest. Um, Throwback 27, check out his show on Tuesdays. He brought up one that is now completely under the radar, Jeremy. AOP got released. Yeah, they got released this afternoon, really out of nowhere, and then they buried it with the Vince McMahon uh, stuff. AOP hasn't been on television since when? Uh, March. The one, yeah, the one got injured, and then they've been off. I don't even know if they've been at television. Probably not. They have I not don't know been. Why, yeah, I don't know why they'd bring them there. They like, they were great in NXT, kind of lost their way on the main roster as, as things go, and I like the, the alignment with Seth Rollins, but the injuries kind of took them out of that gig, and we just haven't really heard from them. WWE, I said this on The Distraction on Thursday, WWE doesn't care about tag team wrestling. Like They no. would have just come back, and they would have just been floundering, and that would have been it. This is probably best for them. I will constantly point to an example that Kevin Thorne gave me in our interview. If you all haven't checked that out, it's a really great interview. That is chock full of Vince McMahon stories. Before Kevin Thorne was Mordecai, he walked into an office like with Tyson Tomko. That that was a if you were to say, "Hey, would those two guys make a good team in 2004?" I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds like right up Vince's alley." Vince said, "I don't want tag team wrestlers. Think of something else. We got Mordecai. Vince is to blame." But Throwback 27 says, "With the news that happened today with AOP, what can WWE do to fix the tag division on both brands? Them being let go is a big hit, and even them not being used. I hope things change. Stay wicked, guys. I wish they would look look at tomorrow night's pay per view." You got FTR, you got Omega and Hangman Page, and I'm excited for it. And quite frankly, this might lead to a triple threat tag match at full gear that might main event the show. It's it's astounding how much WWE has dropped the ball with tag team wrestling. That's the match I'm most looking forward to at All Out. And, I mean, it's a tag team match. What can WWE do about the tag team division? Care? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, they've got the wrestlers for it. They've got the tag teams for it. You can put, you know, you can put any two wrestlers in there and make them a tag team. You actually already have established tag teams as well. They, they just don't care. And so until they do, this is what's going to happen to the division. And I've got people in the company that are like, what happened? What did they do? And I'm like, I don't know what they did. I haven't heard anything. And like, would it have been both of them? Who knows? And this isn't like a couple guys that didn't pan out. They were overachievers. They came in as big lugs, but the, the reality is they're both really, really good athletes. One is an accomplished amateur wrestler. The other one was a pretty good MMA prospect. He was beating UFC veterans when he was 22, and he was getting spots on Bellator. And they're 26 and 27, Jeremy. They are very, very young. And assuming there is nothing scandalous about this, the world is their oyster. They've got MMA. They've got pro wrestling. They can do whatever they want. They could even start a Twitch channel if they want. <laughs> they they would have been great for like Raw Underground if you're not going to bring them back yeah. as, as Rollins' uh, disciples anymore. They, there's plenty of stuff. For they these could, guys to do, both in WWE and now outside of WWE. Instead of Jordan the Ninja, they could have had them guarding yeah. Raw Underground. Because who's going to... When when Shane's like, hey, you know what? This stuff is spilling outside a little bit too much. You better keep it in the ring or these two guys are going to mess you up. I think that would have been really good. They could have been the leaders of retribution. They could have been. Dole Whips and Monkey Bars says, go stars, go! Ban him. Somebody ban him. Banned. Patel Ron 6 says day 6 of no 
uh, profanity September for SRS. I did use the A word on Twitter, but it was in a quote that Thunder Rosa said, so it didn't count. And I even originally posted that to Fightful Wrestling, and I was like, you know what? I got to put that on mine. She gave me a good quote there. Checked out that interview with Thunder Rosa. I got one with Ricky Starks. He talked about how much better I dressed than Jeremy. Uh, check out one I had with Eric Young, new Impact World Champion. How about Matt Cardona? Uh, admittedly, this week, Jeremy, my thought process was AEW's not giving me any interviews. I'm going to reach out to every single person on the card that isn't signed. <laughs> and then they gave you Ricky Starks, <laughs> who gave me Ricky Starks. get all the time. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, we've had him three times since March. <laughs> but I had plenty of stuff to talk to him about, like the Darby Allen paints and video game stuff. Burying me for just no reason, using my own joke against yes. me. I, I sent him that, by the way. And yes. he, he said that you are a thief. Well, I credited you for writing the joke. That's the thing. You are my joke writer sometimes. So that's <laughs> fine. Uh, obviously, by the way, Patel Ron Six says the rules still apply to Briggs Borjo. Bor- Bor- I don't know who that is. I don't know what that means. Colt Badeau says, I'd also be peed too if I couldn't draw on the side for my main job. So we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about Colt Badeau. He's saying, are people blowing this banning Twitch thing out of proportion? Paige changed her name, maybe. Hopefully that's all they have to do is still stream. So I had a WWE wrestler reach out to me after I ran my aspect of the story. Wrestling Inc. ran one that said that Vince McMahon uh, told talent they, that they owned the real names and the gimmick names. Uh, a wrestler came out and said that was not the case, that Vince did not tell us that he owned our real names. Uh, and But I did get the letter. The letter's on FightfulSelect.com. Do us a solid. Subscribe there. However, there's some conflicting information here. Uh, Raj, who wrote that story on Wrestling Inc., said they said on the call they owned the names. They didn't say that in the letter. Well, I know they didn't say it in the letter because I got the letter and I published it. Also, Vince McMahon signs his letters as just Vince. Just Vince. <laughs> but the the idea was that Vince McMahon did not want wrestlers using, as far as we know, using themselves to pitch Cameo and Twitch and all this stuff. There are a lot of wrestlers making a lot of money here. I had somebody telling me Paige made like six figures on Twitch alone. I don't know how accurate that number is. Sorry, Paige, if I got that wrong or if I outed you to the tax man. Just what I heard that Paige is mega successful over there. Cameo, boy, are they making a lot of money on that. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. My personal belief, and this is my personal hunch, I think that Vince McMahon probably heard that people were making a lot of money here, and he said, oh, we can do that with the WWE Universe. Meet and greets. Now, I did have a wrestler who said, yeah, it does cut into our virtual meet and greets, but I don't think it really does, Jeremy. That's not an interaction. It's a request. What What are your thoughts on all this? If they do WWE meet and greets, which they did for SummerSlam, right? So yes. like they can, they can do this. They get their little two-minute phone call, which, as you said, it's an actual interaction, not like, hey, read this statement. I've never used Cameo. I uh, We employ everybody, buy us Cameos. We want to review Cameos on the distraction yes. for no real reason, but we will do it. Um, so it, it's a little bit different, but then WWE gets a cut of that. I, I don't know what the cameo situation is, how much of a cut cameo gets, how much goes directly to the wrestler. I would imagine the wrestlers do pretty well they do. on that. I saw like Biggie had like five hundred something reviews at $150 a pop. It's like sixty five 
hundred dollars, like that's or sixty five thousand, like that's it's a lot of money. Uh, so Biggie seemed to be doing well. I'm sure Roman had to like up his fee because he was getting so many requests and because stuff. Jimmy was sarcastically buying them. <laughs> Uh, like these wrestlers seem to do pretty well on these cameos, and now if they do meet and greets, that even it, it's going to be less money. Regardless, yeah. it's just going to be less money. The Twitch stuff is what really bothers me because, as you said, they're coming after Fightful Gaming yeah. with this. Like, we did launch FightfulGaming.com this week, by the way, guys. Uh, as of now, it's wrestling, MMA, boxing content, and wrestlers talking about games, wrestlers playing games. It's going to be a lot of that. We will eventually expand if it's successful, but I've been enjoying this. WWE clearly threatened by Fightful Gaming. Yes. Taking these guys off of Twitch is just just dumb. I don't get – I don't understand any of this. You have the most – you tweeted something like this. A bunch of people have tweeted something like this. Like These wrestlers want to interact with fans. They want to talk to fans. They're personable. They, they've got great personalities. And it's like, no, you can only do it on our terms. It, it's dumb to me. If you want to grow your brand, let them go outside of it. But the wrestlers talk about this all the time. Rusev uh, has talked about this on his Twitch streams. Like, you got to go to WWE and get like everything approved. Yep. Like, if you want to, if you want to put something on your shorts, if you want to do a commercial, like, you've got to get everything approved. And you know they weren't getting this Twitch stuff approved. And they, sh- they seen... shouldn't have to. They should yeah. not have to. No, exactly. Like, whether it's their own channel, whether it's popping in on other channels. Uh, Xavier Woods and Brody Lee were on a charity stream with each other the the other week, New Legacy Inc., and, and they were just you know bullshitting around and stuff. I don't know how happy WWE is about that kind of stuff, but clearly that wasn't approved. That Xavier and Brody Lee are on the same Twitch stream. <laughs> they together. actually hit me up. They said, "Is this our fault?" And I was like, "I don't think so. <laughs> it might be. It might be, but I don't know if it's your fault or not." It's 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 absurd. It's absurd that they want to try to do this. Just I'll, absolutely absurd. I'll try to compare this as best I can to my situation. I am under contract to Fightful. I still appear on Wrestle Talk a lot. But I mean, Jimmy understands, and if you all have seen our numbers explode over the past couple months, hard to argue that those appearances have been anything but positive. I am able to connect and just really bring over a completely different audience now because of this. There are going to be a lot of people that are into gaming that don't know who a lot of these people are. And they discover a Rusev. They discover a Paige. They discover a Jessamine Duke, an RJ City, a Mia Yim, all these people via gaming and streams. A Xavier Woods. I mean, the, the numbers go to show. It's one of the most successful gaming channels out there. And Xavier's going to be fine because his is WWE co-opted. Now, it's funny because I asked... Yeah, but Xavier, does, Xavier has his own Twitch channel as well, which yeah. has nothing to do with WWE. Oh, they'll, they'll probably let him keep it. I think they'll let him keep it. But I asked Matt Cardona in our interview, which dropped earlier this week. I was like, man, you have this wildly successful figure podcast. Why didn't WWE co-opt it the way that they did with Xavier Woods? And he was like, we pitched it to them, and they said they weren't interested. So we just said, ah, forget it. We're going to do it, but we're not using... Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. We're using Cardona and Myers because one day they're going to want to take that and they're not going to. He said that he learned from Z Long Island story because once they said they wanted it, he had to give it up because he used all their IP in it. So, ah, man. It's a wild situation. We're going to learn more about it, but uh, any other thoughts? I I think that 
you know, you can tell these guys, hey, because like Ember Moon will go on there. Like Ember Moon just straight up like reviewed Raw that one yeah. week and was like, yeah, this is bad. This is bad. Like you can tell them, hey, you know, don't bury the product. Yeah. Like don't don't do any of that kind of stuff. But if they're just going on there and just playing video games and interacting with fans, what is the harm of yeah. this? I, I don't. What what's the harm of any of that? It's promotion. It's free promotion yeah. for, for your company. Aaron Entertainment says, athletes are on it and make millions. Yes, they sure do. Yes, they sure do. Uh, the Jam one, Ryan B. Jam says, to SRS's point about him being on WrestleTalk, I became a subscriber to this YouTube channel because of him being on Quizzlemania. Yeah, I mean, when I get the opportunity to be on a show that does 10, 11, 12 times as many viewers as we usually do, I'm going to do that. And I've had to pick and choose that a little bit more lately. Like, you'll see me on the MMA fightings and the WrestleTalks and stuff. That's that just makes sense. Now, for a wrestler, they've got downtime now. They've got more downtime than they've ever had. You don't want them to be doing this? Of all the things, of all the things we've heard about in decades past, this is this is where they're like, ah, no. All right. They should be training, Sean. They should be figuring out how to grab the brass ring, not playing yeah. video games. Or doing somas like back in the day, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Anakin JMP says, was Rezar still hurt? If he was, that's tasteless for WWE releasing someone that got hurt in their ring. They don't usually do that for someone who's hurt. He had missed six months. I'll find out, but he they had not been at been at the tapings. Uh, Patel Ron 6 says, Briggs Bourgeois is SRS doppelganger. I, everybody tells me I look like a different person every week. So, <laughs> um. Anakin JMT says, busy day tomorrow going fishing with my son in the morning and making Sean's cookies in the afternoon all out in the evening. I'm going hiking tomorrow, Jeremy, and we're 16 minutes into this show and I haven't talked about a great SmackDown, so we're going to do that. All due respect to Anakin's comment. I'm ready for those cookies. Have Jer- fun, Anakin. Jeremy put them over. You put them over for me. He's a so. good man. He is good a good man. man. I love Anakin. He's awesome. So let's talk about it. I thought... Like everything on this show was pretty good, except for Heavy Machinery and Miz and Morrison. But Paul Heyman comes out and says that Roman Reigns had the same thing happen to him that Heyman had happened to him. That he fought through a life-threatening illness and had his title shot taken away uh, upon needing some time off. He indicates that Fiend would be really bad on news shows. It's that typical talking point, Jeremy. I do love that he hammered home the... Oh, how good are they on a morning show talking point? The Fiend, when he did, I guess it was just Bray, but when he did the weather thing, when when Bray Wyatt was first big uh, last year, yes. that got so many views. So yeah. Paul Heyman is wrong. Yes, he is wrong. Uh, and Braun Strowman is a guy that they used to say that about. Oh, he wouldn't be good on those morning shows. Uh, he, he's fantastic on them, actually. He's much better on morning shows than he is on his actual social media. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Heyman calls Corey Graves Carmella's latest boyfriend, which, you know, open. It, it, I thought that was about Michael Cole. Exactly. There you go. I was lobbing, <laughs> I was lobbing that one up. We'll call that the Angels in the Outfield floater, only you didn't whiff on it. You knocked it over the left field wall. Uh, Roman Reigns says all he needs to do is show up and win. I love that line because it's such a heel thing for him. He's got that. It, He's got that entitled attitude, but somehow feels that he is oppressed by this situation. So when you're doing both at the same time, that's a very unique heel quality to have. To simultaneously say, you know what, they've been holding me down when nobody 
Nobody <laughs> believes that. But there's enough reason that you believe, okay, that's why he would say that. And then in the same breath, Jeremy, he turns around and says, yeah, but all I need to do is show up and win, no matter when it is in the match. I like that. That's an aspect we haven't really seen. I loved everything about this promo. They just trademarked the show up and win, and we didn't really know who it was about. Yeah. Uh, now we know it's about Roman Reigns. Awesome. Like That is all he needs to do. Uh, I thought Heyman was great in that usually with like Brock, he's more animated, and like his tone is a little bit higher. It was more kind of even-keeled and calm with Roman, and I thought that was just a nice little difference that we don't always see out of Heyman. And Roman, he didn't say much, but he, he said enough, and he's a heel now. It's great. Really great. Weeping Milwaukee says, why did Heyman sound so windy during that promo? He had a lot on his mind. <laughs> that's the new That's the new Paul Heyman. Instead of just screaming out Brock Lesnar's name, now he speaks a, a little bit more, and he gets long-winded when he talks. Yeah, he made amends with AJ Styles, apparently. Water under the bridge, allegedly. <laughs> Too bad we won't be able to hear more stories about that in like a month. I'm excited to see how many people go off about this on their Twitch streams. Yeah, I don't know if AJ has a Twitch stream tonight. Usually he streams on uh, – well, he, he's not streaming on Fridays anymore because uh, the show is live. But yeah. I'm sure he'll stream over the weekend. And, Ooh, boy. And now i got to watch AJ's Twitch stream to get more transcriptions. Ooh, boy. Uh, Drew Nicholas says, Heyman and Roman together in that shot looked bad. A, he and Roman are a perfect duo, and I love that they've made it as Roman pulling the strings. I don't know. It seems like a – very uh, collective partnership here because backstage, and this was one of my favorite parts of it, the Jay Uso integration. Jay Uso shows up backstage, and Paul Heyman was not disrespectful to him. He shot him a little look. Jay was not disrespectful to Paul Heyman. I thought that Jay played this amazingly. He's like, man, I've been texting you all week. I'm so happy to see you. Range is like, ah, I'm just busy. And... uh <laughs> This is this is integration that we've looked for for a long time. Reigns and the Usos, um, for for better or for worse. What what did you think about this? It's it's nice that they are putting them together because so many times it's like somebody turns, something happens, and like you know this person has friends, and they don't always like care. And here yes. we have like family. We haven't seen Jay Uso in a while. We know they've been off television because uh, Jimmy's injured. And the moment Roman is back on SmackDown, his first show after the, the Heyman alignment, not counting payback, but we see Jay Uso and he's like, hey, you know, like, what's up? What's been going on? They explained it like, hey, this is why I haven't hit you back. This is actual, like, logical segment here of, of tying things together. And, and it was nice to see because we don't always see that from WWE. And they talked like human beings. Yeah, <laughs> they they weren't like. Oh, that was that was actually displays like, hey, big dog, why you know why didn't you do that? You came back to the yard, uh, get all these buzzwords in there. Talk about the WWE yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah, you know the WWE universe has been missing you a lot, <laughs> big dog. Like one of those. Ah, oh. but uh, I thought they played it really, really good. And Jay said, "Listen, man, just know I've got your back." I love that. I love that, man. Just because somebody changes their attitude doesn't mean they lose all their friends. Uh, Anakin JMT says, Think Adam Cole would get uh, in trouble if Britt Baker showed back up on his stream. Well, they sh he shouldn't since, I don't know, did Triple H get in trouble for Britt Baker showing up on his TV show one time? <laughs> I don't know. Eloquent says, If WWE makes Asuka give up Kana TV, we'll riot. That would be stupid. She is yeah. a juggernaut right now. She is doing great. 
<sighs> Again, just tell them, tell them, don't bury the product. Yeah, do, you know, don't do any of that stuff. But just keep letting your personality go out there. It's it's stupid to think otherwise. Reminder, guys, donate a super chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. If you're watching or listening after the fact, we are on podcast platforms everywhere. But you can always head to fightfulpods.com, download, stream, watch the shows. Heavy Machinery defeated Miz and Morrison. I didn't really care about this. I hate fired up spots. I hate him. Like Otis <laughs> rubbing his belly and all that stuff. And I hate him. I hate him. You don't like Otis going, oh yeah. No, like, I don't. Every single move. He was the Vader bomb. I thought that exactly. was Exactly. Cool. That's my favorite part of the match. He did the Caterpillar, but then he did the Vader bomb right after. I'm okay with it. I'm all yeah. right with it. I, I like the, the finish that he did the Vader bomb. Otherwise... Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to this match. Yeah, it was stupid. It was uh, the moonlight drive on the outside was really cool. Morrison though makes this segment supremely dumb. He steals the <laughs> money in the bank briefcase, and he seems to think that he owns it. Now, if this was like a capture the flag game or something, sure, and maybe they could do that with with the briefcase at some point. But that it doesn't work like that. However, what it would usually mean, Jeremy, is that Otis couldn't physically cash it in. Yeah. So I like that. I think that would be kind of cool. See, I thought that was where they were going. It's like, oh, I've got the briefcase now. He can't cash it in. If he wants it back, he's got to give me a match. Because they don't do, maybe, maybe at least in, in recent memory, it doesn't feel like they do a lot of, hey, the match uh, for the briefcase. They mm-hmm. they did it early, I think, when Edge had it. Kennedy lost it to, to I think, Edge yes, way back yeah. when. Um, and then the, they've done it a couple times way in the past, but like more recently, I don't remember, like, hey, the briefcase is on the line in this match. Like They could have done something with that because I don't think they know what they're doing with Otis right now, they and they, they definitely don't want him to cash in anytime soon unless they just have no intention to put the title on him because he ain't beating Roman. Yeah, he is not beating Roman. Uh Well, neither is John Morrison because uh, backstage he figures out that the briefcase is actually Otis's lunchbox. Ha! He switched him. The lunchbox has the contract and the the briefcase has his lunch in it. Why Why couldn't Morrison cash that in, though? Is Otis's name on the contract? It's just a contract, right? We don't know what name is on it. So theoretically, Morrison could have cashed it in. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you at all. (laughs) Well, speaking of lunch, Andre Banks says, let's get a steak after the show. That was a great line from Jay Uso. <laughs> a great line from Jay Uso. Uh, I'm going to kind of group some of the, the bigger stuff together, but let's go ahead and talk about this Intercontinental title segment. It was to basically get three guys on the screen and say, hey, they all want this belt. Um, yeah. That is it. Sami Zayn came out with his title. He's not happy. He's not announced as champ. Jeff Hardy comes out and says, well, I'd have just given you a shot if you asked. And Zane hilariously just flips out. He's like, I don't have to ask for anything. It's mine. And AJ is mad, too. They just took his Twitch stream. So he's got to hold on to something. This is whatever. This is fine. Jeff Hardy is a fighting champion. He's like, oh, you're healed up? I'll give you a shot. Yeah. Sammy, you're back? You want a shot? Sure, I'll give you a shot. Sammy is playing the entitled prick of like, I don't need to do any of that. I'm the actual champion. You guys should be requesting to, to face me. I don't need to request to face you. And AJ is just, yeah, like he's probably freaking mad that his Twitch stream has now been taken. And so now he needs an Intercontinental title to hold on to. Uh, that was a good segment, though. It it advances the feud. I guess we'll get a triple threat match or a couple singles yeah. match uh, in the coming weeks. And But it got everybody on television, reminded us that, hey, this is a thing. I thought it was good. 
Did I tell you my, my new pitch for Jeff Hardy's character since he's used the oh knee God. brace twice? Oh, God. I want him to be the Ed Harris from Major League. Like, okay. he used to have this heater. He used to have the swanton bomb. He used to have a good curveball, the twist of fate. Now he's just throwing Crisco on everything and snot on the ball. Like, anything he can do to get a win. He just doesn't have the heater anymore. That's what I want Jeff Hardy to do. But they won't do it. Rafael Garcia says, how much for you to do an entire show in a Jeff Hardy accent? Uh, well, all I got to do is stop putting on this fake accent that I do during all my shows to make you all think that I don't have an accent and that I'd probably be doing it. Uh, Colt Badeau says, now that makes sense why Liv made a YouTube channel in her real name. Yeah, it's what most of them should have done, honestly, but I get why a lot of them didn't. Um, if it comes down to it and it's just use your real name, I'm fine with it. That's that's okay. I'm yeah. okay if WDB says, Seamus, you cannot use that name uh, for what, warrior workouts. Yes, exactly. Uh, if you want to use Stephen Farrelly, that's fine. That's fine. And I'd be completely okay with that. They own that IP. They get to decide how it's distributed. Now, when it comes down to real names, mm, I, I mean, I, I'm a little bit, because John Cena's under contract there. So it's like, what, can they keep him from using John Cena? I wouldn't count on it, but... And they're, they're not going to be able to do anything about real names. And even if yeah. they say, yeah, use your real name, like, I'm not going to write an article on Adam Cole. Adam Cole says, WWE, uh, you know, NXT is losing to AEW. It's not going to be Austin, whatever his last Jenkins. name is. Yeah, that's not going to... Look at you. Uh, it's, that's, that's not going to be the headline on the article. You'll yell at me, like, no one's going to Google Austin Jenkins. That's right. There was a nondescript vignette for a female wrestler. Who do you think it is? Lacey Evans repackaged. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Naomi repackaged. <sighs> we being Milwaukee says next week they'll do debut Cassie Royce. Just so. <laughs> yeah. So, They're just going to start using everybody's real name. Everybody's shoot then. name. Yeah. Colt Badeau says, was that Eva Marie? Or Queen Hannah Moore in that fur coat. I don't think Hannah wears fur. I don't think she's cruel. Maybe Retribution's wearing fur now. They're not on SmackDown. That's what, that's what they. That's what they want you to think. That's where they get you. Oh, all right. That would actually be a great con if uh, <laughs> this is actually just Retribution and their PETA. Uh, <laughs> Firefly Funhouse happens, uh, and this happens after like the main event brawl started. <laughs> But Wyatt says a new friend is coming next week. Uh, they very, very – oh, they, they were so smooth about how they immediately went to Alexa Bliss backstage hugging Nikki Cross and being like, I'm sorry about last week and Nikki being hesitant. Do you think it's going to be Alexa as a puppet or is it like actually going to be uh, another personality for Alexa? I think it will be a personality. I think so, too. I hope the Sparkle personality is back. Um, Sparkle Bliss returns, and then when she wrestles, she that. has the, the clown mask on, just like Bray Wyatt. I would love that. I think that would be a lot of fun. So they, they packed that stuff in. It wasn't too long. All those segments were, were just fine. Uh, we're going to save the big segment for last because we're already down to like. You have 
one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the last two things but backstage also i howled with laughter when michael cole called that four-way main event one of the biggest matches in the history of they were they were all over the hyperbole tonight like the the women's tag team title match like oh biggest women's tag team title match we've had on here and like it's a big match but like we literally just saw it at payback and you've had plenty of women's tag team title matches they were they're going over the top with the hyperbole but I mean, Stone Cold jobs. and The Rock versus Undertaker and Triple H <laughs> was the first main no. event of SmackDown ever. So? That's not bigger than Jey Uso, yes. uh, King Corbin, Matt Riddle, and Sheamus battling <laughs> yes. in for a shot to lose to Roman Reigns at Clash of Champions. The second SmackDown ever, the first one when they, they signed the program, Triple H versus The Rock with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Even even the next week, The Rock and Mankind against Triple H and Shane McMahon. You could argue that one was bigger. You had The it Undertaker had... and Big Show against Mankind and The Rock in a buried alive match for the tag team titles the next week. This match wasn't even bigger than the bar fight a couple of weeks ago. They had a the, the week after that, Kane, Mankind, <laughs> The Rock, Undertaker, and Big Show. These Triple, matches aren't big, Sean. Triple they, H. Do they have best heel in the business, King Corbin? No. I'm just going to keep running through these. Triple H versus The Rock in a bull rope match. Man. And then the the first one where I'm like, ah, not that big. Davy Boy Smith against Triple H. But it was still a world title match. Oh, my God. None of these matches featured King Corbin. And obviously, Rock versus Val Venus continued that trend. I can stop now. Queen Hannah says, I'm super behind, but Kofi donates his money from Cameo to Shad's wife and son. That's part of the reason that I got him. That's the thing. A lot of these people are... Mia Yim did one tonight to help uh, raise money for Casey Michael, uh, the the owner of Squared Circle Sirens, who we lost this week. Uh, by the way, guys, please donate to his GoFundMe. Uh, help out his family. One of the great dudes in wrestling media, the preeminent source in women's wrestling, a guy who helped me a ton. I can't count how many times I would bounce stuff off of Casey. And if I wasn't in the right direction, he would send me in the right direction. Uh, I owe that guy a ton. Also, I truly admired his troll game. And when he would tweet <laughs> that men's wrestling was trash and people would take him dead serious. <laughs> 
He believed it, but he knew what he was doing, and I will always admire that. He was um, not trolling. That was one hundred. I know, I know. Casey. But he believed it. But he knew what he was doing, and I loved I, it. I tweeted once. Um, it was like, oh yeah, just abolish all men's wrestling, yeah. and, except for like Daniel Bryan. And so many people just attacked me, and I was just like, this is what Casey goes every through day. like every single day. And I don't know how he did it, but uh, Casey was awesome. I bonded with him over, unfortunately, health issues because uh, he, he went through a lot, and my ex went through a lot, and so we kind of had common ground there. But, yeah, it, losing Casey sucked. It, it's, it been, it's been a shitty week, and, and that's, that's a big part of it. And a ton of respect to me, EM, for doing that stream and yes. raising some money for him. Uh, there is a GoFundMe set up. We have the information on Fightful. It's all over Twitter as well. Uh, Anakin JMT says, did you notice the rambling rabbit puppet in the background during the Alexa and Nikki segment? I didn't. Really? You I didn't, didn't see rambling? That's why I asked, is it going to be just like a puppet, like a puppet Alexa uh, in the fun house next week? Because, yeah, the rambling rabbit segment or yeah. character popped up when Alexa was playing with her hair and making nice with Nikki. And again, JMT reminds us, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Iron Man match for WWE title. I was there. Were was you? Actually? Yeah. Yes. Was that if in you, Raleigh? Yeah, it was in Raleigh. Oh, you Raleigh. all got some good ra- rally. You all got just, some good stuff, man. Yeah. That uh, SummerSlam, the, the SummerSlam that Louie and Alex just reviewed. I was at that one, too. Yeah, Raleigh. <laughs> that was a topic on Quizzlemania the following week, right after <laughs> I edited the audio on that podcast. It was, how many matches from that show can you name? I was like, nine <laughs> or ten. I just covered it. Oh, I love it. But um, one of the biggest matches in SmackDown history, I think not. Get your super chats in, guys. Um, still some time. Big E is backstage with Lucha House Party and Drew Gulak to celebrate Xavier's birthday. But Xavier isn't there. They think he's there. But as it turns out, he's not because... That's because WWE didn't call him and let him know he was supposed to be here for the birthday segment. They sent him a letter today. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I know I know Xavier got that letter. That's, that's for sure. So Sheamus shows up and lays a really good beat down on Big E. Now here's my issue. I just watched Big E beat Sheamus. Why do they need to do this again? Sheamus is mad. I know he's mad, but this is what they always do with him. What, what'd you say? He's mad? No, he's mad. Because he's a bully that got punched in the face. So now Sheamus- he's got to show him. Now he's serious. Sheamus is very angry that he lost this match, mm-hmm. and now he's taking it out on the man. I, I know you're angry because we're going to get 300 Sheamus and Big E matches over the next couple of weeks, but I, I didn't have a problem with this. Sheamus showed some anger. He oh. used Xavier returning to, to set up. That was the part I thought was stupid. Like, did you set him up? Is this a conspiracy? Like, what do you think it is? Of course, of course, that's what happened. Uh, Caleb Braxton did not go to journalism. And, but I thought the beatdown was great. I thought it all made sense. And then Seamus cutting the promo as Picky is getting loaded onto the stretcher in the background was a great visual. I love the beatdown. I thought it was awesome. I know we're going to see this two or three more times, and I would be okay with that. But I'm like, why didn't you do this before? Create an issue for them before. Seamus... You, I, the only issue I need is that Sheamus doesn't like Big E, and Sheamus is in this match and thinks he's going to increase the opportunity of him winning. That's all I need. 
And this was a wonderful beating. I loved it. I just, man, just right after they had a match, just don't do the match. And then do it after this because it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I disagree with you. I think it still made sense here. I mean, it still makes sense, but it's WWE, so I just know what they're going to do. They're like, all right, they did the match. Now we got to make them do it three or four more times. I just know it. That is probably true, but let it play out, Sean. Let it play out. You're getting ahead of yourself. Let it play out. I just watched (laughs) them do Riot Squad Iconics nine times, and then the one with actual stakes. It was a five-minute match with no build. Yeah. Lake yep. the Snake Logan says Otis did the Vader bomb and the Dallas Stars won. This is the greatest night of nights. Blake the what? You you heard me. His name was Lake the Snake Logan. I don't get it. Am I supposed to get this? I don't, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> Jeremy, do you know what this is? It looks like I can't tell honestly. It's a dongle. Okay. Do you like dongles? No. <laughs> I bet there are a lot of people that like dongles. I, I want to cover. I just want to make sure there's no advertise, no name brand on this. I love a good dongle. I love this dongle. I haven't even opened it. It's in the package. A fresh dongle. Hoping this. I'm dong- trying to do work over here as Andrew Yang is tweeting about Vince and his corruptness. Yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> as he should. But well, let's talk dongles. Let's talk dongle. I am the dongle lord, as you know. Yeah, it's out there. I'm the dongle lord. I've heard you call yourself that. Congratulations, this, Playoff Pete. You've this, given yourself yeah, a nickname. Yeah, this is a fresh, beautiful dongle, and you got to make sure that your dongle's working right. You know why? Why? Because a dongle is an adapter, and sometimes you have to adapt, and you want that that adaptation to work right. And that's why I have adapted my life from regular cereal to magicspoon.com. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up because it was full of sugar and junk and stuff you shouldn't eat. I've been trying to cut down on carb, sugar, unhealthy food. I told you guys about how intensely I was training before COVID. I was trying to get back in the ring. Magic Spoon was a big part of that. 11 grams of protein, zero sugar, only three net grams of carbs in each serving. And that variety pack that I love, it's what I order each time, has four flavors. Fruity, blueberry, frosted, cocoa. It tastes amazing. And it's honestly too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carbon, GMO-free. And when you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a variety pack, try it today, and use our code Fightful at checkout and get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, if, if you're not adapting like the Dongle Lord... They'll refund your money, no questions asked. Although they might say, what does a dongle have to do with this? They're probably going to ask that. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful for free shipping. Hit them up at Eat Magic Spoon on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Magicspoon.com. It fills you up. It's good stuff. Any thoughts, Jeremy? 
no, I don't want to play with your dongle. And I, Magic Spoon is great. It He's is a great. Fight so uh, we <laughs> had that beat down. Afterwards, you see Heyman approach Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce has been really good on these shows. He was missing the postman outfit this week. Yes, he was. I think he should just dress up like that all the time. I mean, yeah, it works. But <laughs> we did get the main event. The main event features Jay Uso. He replaces Big E. Uh, Jay Uso goes backstage and thanks Roman Reigns. I thought this was really, really good too. He thought he thanked Roman Reigns for getting him in the main event, and Roman says, "Hey, don't thank me, thank Paul." And then Roman's like, "I win stuff. Your brother wins stuff. You got to win one on your own." I missed Jimmy Uso winning a bunch of stuff. <laughs> when, well, I mean, at marriage, at life, I guess he yeah. won there. I think that's what Roman was referring to here is that uh, Jimmy Uso has won at life. I mean, maybe Roman has the stats here and is like, hey, they've got uh, however many title reigns and Jimmy scored the victory in all these title reigns. Maybe Roman knows more than we do. Evidently. evidently Roman's done his research on cage match, okay? Yeah, but Jey Uso won this and he is going to clash the champions. Anakin JMC says, did WWE just gender Jay? Not by a long shot. No. I, mean, I don't know what that means. I guess just shooting him right up the card. He ain't winning the WWE title. And if he did, Jey Uso would be probably a better champion than Jinder Mahal would have been then. I think that with the benefit of hindsight, had Jinder Mahal for some reason won the title this summer, he would have been infinitely better than he was in 2017. We didn't have the benefit of 2020 hindsight then. But Jey Uso, I think, would have been a way better champion. But that ain't happening. That's not the case. That's not where we are right now. Um, and I think gender would have been much more tolerable had they not rushed it and acted real. It was such a weird booking. It, that, that, that's a whole other thing for another day. But the match itself, uh, Corbin's got a great spine buster. Jay lands on his feet out of a riddle German suplex. Doing stuff that typical people uh, do when they've missed four months of in-ring work because WWE won't wrestle them while their brother is injured. <laughs> Riddle and Sheamus have a nice series where Riddle uses some MMA offense. Sheamus does a cloverleaf. I actually thought Jay's sloppy dive kind of worked well here. It was kind of chaotic. Uh, but then they went into the finishes. Brogue kick on Corbin. Bro to sleep on Corbin. Um or uh, I think, that, yeah, it was both of those on, uh, no, it was one on Sheamus, two on Corbin. But then when Riddle hits the floating bro, Uso does a splash on the Riddle and pins him. I thought this was really good, and I thought it was a good way to get Uso to win. How'd you feel about all this? They tossed Uso into the Thunderdome crowd. I thought that was the, the best part of this whole match. Um it was a good match, and Jimmy Uso or Jay Uso winning it sets up that. And it, it was you know the formulaic kind of WWE style with hey, two guys are kind of outside, two guys are kind of inside type deal. But it worked here. It was good to see Jay back in the ring. Everyone got a little bit of shine, and the right guy won. I, I was very worried when the match was announced that not worried, but like all right, Corbin wins, Sheamus wins. You can squash them in 30 seconds, and it's not going to make a difference. But they've actually put some thought into, hey, Jay Uso has won now, and now we've got a Roman Uso kind of family showdown for Clash, and it feels like a much bigger match than just Roman squashing a guy. So 
I it seemed like they actually had a plan with this, and I appreciate when WWE puts some thought into something. Jimmy complaining that I didn't use a graphic that <laughs> he had his teammate for Magic Spoon. Don't worry, Jimmy. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Got to figure out how to transition into it. Um, I love this finish. We got uh, the jam one, Ryan B. Jam, saying, people are already calling that a burial of Riddle because he ate the pin. People are morons for thinking that. He got he, he lost one. So what? He lost one clean. That's how I prefer it. I prefer that over some stupid distraction or something that makes hey, him look you. dumb. He looks like he got hit with a, a finishing move that has beaten tons and tons and tons of people. I am completely fine with it. I am completely got, fine with it. He got caught off guard after he'd hit his move, and then you know he wasn't prepared, and he got hit with the other guy's finisher. I, I don't see how this is any type of burial. Yeah, I agree. Dizzy C says Jay winning made sense. Babyface cousin who's had his back forever for Ro- Roman to brutalize mercilessly to help underscore that he's a heel. I mean, there's no doubt who's winning this, but I'm in it for the story. Yeah. I want the story. It, it doesn't... I mean, we know who's going to win, but it can make sense if... Or it doesn't have to be unpredictable or whatever as long as it makes sense. And this makes sense. Predictability is fine as long as it makes sense. And and this was good. Again, I appreciate that they put some thought into this instead of just having uh, Sheamus or Corbin win and it's a squash and... You, you move on, or you do a riddle and a biggie match before he got taken out. You do that, and you kind of blow that match early on a pay-per-view where you know this guy isn't winning. So the fact that they put some thought into this with this story, I love it. Marcus Ryan says, do you think Roman versus Jay could lead to the Usos joining Reigns whenever Jimmy comes back? I sure hope so. I mean, yeah. that that is a, a great stable waiting to happen. It really is. That's straight out of the uh, Distraction TEW series. Anakin JMT says, with curveballs like Sean Segway, he should pitch for the Reds. Wouldn't hate it at I mean, this point. You could you could come out of the bullpen and I probably could. be pretty successful. Could. Dante V says, weird seeing Andrew Yang tweeting about the WWE news. I'll read this tweet. He says, if I'm not the Secretary of Labor, I'm pretty confident I'll have his or her number to talk about the ridiculous classification of WWE wrestlers as independent contractors while controlling their name and likeness for years even for something as benign as Cameo. Come on, Vince. You've already deprived the folks breaking their backs for you uh, of health care, security, recovery time, retirement benefits, and fair treatment regarding licenses and royalties. At least let them make a living off their own names. Many of them need it. I grew up a wrestling fan, and it's sad to see so many of my childhood heroes pass away early. I'd feel better know that they and their families were being fairly treated. I look forward to doing what I can for the next generation of performers. I know how tough it is. Vince, you'd better hope your old friend Donald wins, because change is in the air, and changes are long overdue. Where your corrupt labor practices are concerned, it would give me great pleasure. The people know. Wow. Andrew Yang just shooting, shooting out here yes. on a Friday night. Andrew Yang, hit me up. We'll do an interview. <laughs> Man. This is the first time he's tweeted about wrestling. He tweeted um, after AEW, one of their shows last year. So, what I mean, we... he has a history. He said he's a wrestling fan. I believe it. Now I just assume he's going to be at All Out tomorrow. What, hey, what about Reggie Miller that? putting over Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy? <laughs> that was awesome. Everyone report that. Andrew Yang's going to be at All Out tomorrow. No, please don't. <laughs> 
Planet Dan says, you're the dongle lord now. Clearly Roman's idea. I don't know what you mean by that. But um, guys, get your super chats in. We are at what I consider the main event segment. Had people saying, you missed it. You missed it. Why aren't you talking about the split? Yeah, we're just going to completely ignore the 42-minute segment on this show. 42 minutes, and it was worth every minute of it. Sasha Banks and Bayley split after a women's tag team title match. Before everything gets started, Sasha supporting Bayley's greatness. Did you think tonight was going to be the night? I did because they kept hyping it up that tonight was going to be the night. Uh, after last week, I didn't because, I, as I said last week, it felt like there was real progress made in, all right, this split is coming and then they lost the titles at payback so that added to it but i i thought they were just going to keep kind of delaying and delaying but michael cole and Corey graves are like big things are going to happen in this match i can feel it i can just feel the big things are about to have it something's about to go down right now like don't telegraph it so much just just let it play out as they as people like to say but i thought they i thought they kind of telegraphed it. it was still great don't get me wrong but i definitely think cole and, and graves kind of did a disservice to it yeah uh, the match I thought was really good. Nia is still really slow in the ring; like she is having yeah. trouble keeping up with these three, and it's it's becoming more and more obvious. And it doesn't help that when she does do something big, like ah, I don't know, get power bombed outside, the camera completely misses it. How do you miss Nia Jax getting power bombed? <laughs> uh, I don't know how they missed that. That was that was bad, but I mean that's almost par for the course with yeah. um with WWE production honestly the swinging power bombs into the barricade was good Baszler breaking uh, doing the the arm breaker on Bailey was really good uh Bailey does her flying elbow drop Shayna kicked out of a lot of offense they made Shayna look real strong over the last week uh, just just amazing Sasha getting sit in the stairs Baszler destroys her leg I thought this was going to be it I thought that she was going to have to tap out here but that's not the case. She puts the bank statement on. Nia breaks that up. Goes for the stretch muffler. What are these agents doing? That is Big E's finish now. They don't care for some reason. But the finish, I really loved. The role models did that H-bomb to Baszler. And Nia does a second rope cross body onto both and wins. Even the ref is like, what? Okay. <laughs> I wonder if... Bailey wasn't supposed to take the pen or anything here. I'm sure that like they that's how it was planned out and stuff. Uh, but I, I don't know if I would have had Bailey take this pen. Honestly, it was cool. It was a cool visual. Nia pinning them both, and it played off of um, the the previous kind of thing at, at Payback where Bailey tapped out uh, from from Shayna's submission, and that's why I wonder like maybe Bailey could have gotten like a shoulder up or something here, and then that's why she kind of snapped at the end um but i mean we can talk about bailey just going crazy here but i did i did enjoy the match and i did think the finish was very good uh, one of my favorite things was Corey graves afterwards he says they don't really like each other but championships and paychecks are making them make it work you tell me why they told me why winning the championship matters more i like that uh the medical Great job by anderson cooper Yes, uh, the medical team checks on Sasha Banks, and this goes through a commercial. So I'm telling you, 42 minutes, commercials included, it deserved this amount of time. After as long as it's been built, Jeremy, 
it needed this much time. It deserved it. Uh, <laughs> we got a super chat uh, from the, the Jam one, Ryan B. Jam. He says, 42 minutes, that's 15 AEW Dynamites women's segments <laughs> combined. Ah, oh, I was so happy. And Bailey beat the crap out of Sasha. And beat the crap out of Sasha for like eight or nine minutes. This is what it had to be. Um, we got Aaron Entertainment says, I'd have Sasha out for a month or two after this. I would have her out until the draft in which she gets drafted to Raw. That's what I would do. I would assume the draft is like October because um, they haven't announced it. And, yeah. you know, you've reported that it's changed days so much uh, or changed months so much. Can, can you yeah, confirm she... they're not doing it in July or August anymore? Okay, good. Yes. Glad that's been confirmed. That's a that's a me scoop right there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, if she's going to be out till October, whenever they do it, come back, be on Raw, lead Team Raw against Bailey's Team SmackDown for Survivor Series, get some interaction there, go into the Rumble, go into Mania. You could easily hold this off and not do any type of real interaction outside of the, the Survivor Series tag team match until WrestleMania. And I hope they do it. I really hope they do. It needs to. This, like... Sasha should win the Royal Rumble or Bailey win the Royal Rumble, but I, ideally, I think it needs to be Bailey kind of staying away from her. Yeah, because I get it. I know. Um, I know that a lot of people are like, "Well, Bailey should do it," and uh, and tease her about not being able to defend the title. Yeah, but that, that's but the yeah. like that's the rematch after like you do the Rumble or you do the Mania match. Sasha wins. And that's how you set up the rematch at whatever the backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view is. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want them to do this, like, next month. And I get the sad feeling that they'll be like, ah, hell in a cell. We're doing it. No, God. I You could easily stretch this until Mania. And I know they've, like, already stretched this for a year. But you want fans in the building for this. I, I don't want to watch this match with the piped-in crowd noise. That is That shit is annoying as can be. It... It angered me during this show tonight. Uh, so I don't want that. I want actual fans there. Hold it off as long as you can. And if that means mania, then that means mania. I think it should be mania. I think it's right now. Right now, it's the mania main event. Roman being back and them doing as well as he is. It's it's a sad victim of circumstance when it's like Roman Reigns probably shouldn't have been the main event so many times. And now he's at the spot where there is another main event quality match out there, and he's doing great. Ah, <sighs> Bailey Pillmanized Sasha Banks. She's carted off in the ambulance. Dizzy C says, "Remember, remember the first week of September. Four horsewomen, treason, and chair shots. I see no reason why four horsewomen, treason by Bailey should ever be forgotten." No, the the turn last year was September 2nd uh, when she beat up Becky with the chair and then she attacked Charlotte the next night. And now a year and a couple days later, she's attacking Sasha Banks. That is an outstanding point. Dizzy C says, did you see the coward Sasha Banks try and grab the SmackDown women's belt? Bailey was just being a good friend, curbing (laughs) Sasha's wanton greed. That there are going to be so many Twitter threads and, and Reddit wait. threads on all the, the looks and the faces these two yes. have made over the past few months. Cannot wait to, to read it all, or because, at least read the reaction to all of it. Because they're great and they care. Yes. They care. And because they care, I care. 
Colt Badeau says, Batista quote tweeted uh, Yang's epic Twitter promo. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, that's that's where that's where we are. Uh, that's that's going to be happening a lot more if if they don't clear this up. And Chris Rain says, I want an SRS interview with Andrew Yang so bad. He's really knowledgeable about wrestling. We got JJ Lee saying I'm a little behind, but holy crap, Andrew Yang let the Choppa sing on Vince. And if you want to let your Choppa sing, SRS plug. <sighs> yeah, that's. I'll just say this. Hopefully, our our crack news team is on top of that while we are on this show. Uh, I sent it, so somebody okay. should. So, okay. Yes. yes. Patel. I'm on top of it, Sean. Even <laughs> though I'm doing this show to make sure everybody else is on yes. top of it. Point God shit only. Patel Ron Six says Cole wishes he was as jacked as Anderson Cooper. Cole was pretty jacked. Uh, he got himself in really, really great shape like a couple of years ago. Like they did Is a Anderson WWE Cooper undefeated at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think so. Cole they, they did like a pictorial on Cole, and he was he had he was ripped. Weeping Milwaukee. Oh God. <laughs> Weeping Milwaukee said next week Vince is going to squash Tazawa and Raw. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, he does that every week. So, I mean, is that is that really like a, a shot at Andrew Yang? That just kind of uh, happens every week. Oh, no. Andre Banks, his finger poke of doom from the Samoan tribe, heard Paul call Roman the tribe leader. I don't know if they'll go there with that. I don't think they would do something that stupid. No. they. Uh, Roman also said he has an island now. Tamatonga, I saw him tweet something like, dude, what, what's up with this? I have an island. Man. Keep your yard. Let the people know where they can find you, Jeremy. You're doing the All Outpost show tomorrow while I'm doing all the uh, the scrums. I'm, I'll be on the All Outpost show with my sworn enemy, Alex McCarthy. Uh, we'll probably fight each other on air. should be very fun. Yeah. The Distraction TEW series comes to an end tomorrow as SummerSlam just pisses me off because this happened months ago, I think, at this point. And now it's just – it's a perfect cap on this week, Sean. It's a perfect cap on this week after these last 48 hours of sports uh the distraction every thursday seven o'clock it's a great show we review movies every tuesday uh check happy birthday to joe holbert yeah i'm not firing him but happy birthday Joseph. <laughs> yes happy birthday to joe he has a couple of great features up yes one on john moxley one on ftr guys if you all want to binge watch some stuff the distraction reviews like they've got a ton of wrestling related movies up there check them out it's good stuff Wild Boy says, can you guys end the show the way that Bray ends the Firefly Funhouse episodes by smiling, waving, and saying goodbye? Well, I will after I tell you, check out all my interviews. Eric Young, minutes after he won the championship. Uh, Matt Cardona, we talk a lot of, a lot of stuff over there. Thunder Rosa, she mentioned possibly booking NWA, and I believe she could do it. She's promoting her own shows. And then we got Ricky Starks, they're all up. Goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.